coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. So how do we bind that strong man? How do we get out, sanctified, set free, and delivered from that mind spirit? We have to find comfort. We have to be okay with the truth. Yeah. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello and welcome to Finding Peace Within with Lisa L. Dalton. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by studying the Word of God, being honest with who we are, and making the necessary changes we need to do in order to find peace within our souls. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook under Lisa Dalton. On Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. Instagram, Lisa.Dalton. And LinkedIn, Lisa L. Dalton. So get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Before I get into the podcast, I want to give my husband, Steve Dalton, and the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte another shout out for being number one for 20 weeks on the Nielsen BDS billboard. If you haven't gotten the song already, ah, go ahead and download it on all of your musical outlets and go to YouTube and watch the real live video of the story of the song. Again, it is God is Love by Steve Dalton and the Leviticus Singers. It will bless you real good. Hello everyone and I am so glad you decided to tune in to Finding Peace Within with Miss Lisa and as I promised the last two podcasts I mentioned that we were going to be talking about the strong man how to stay delivered for real free for real yes we have so many people that are dealing with different um, issues we call them issues we're going to say what it is different sins and um, don't really understand where the root of it is coming from why they've been behaving certain ways why certain things continue to manifest in their lives we're going to dive into that for the next four weeks the full month of august and my first anointed guest is the evangelist missionary <laughs> y'all know papers don't make you no missionary I'm just gonna say it like that we be we be getting all caught up on papers you got a title no the anointing uh-huh. makes the difference the anointing gives the the call and the mantle Kim Morrell 
Kim. Is it Muriel or Morel? It's Morel. Morel. Hi, Kim Morel. Welcome Hi. to Finding Peace Within. Thank you for having me at Peace Within. I'm excited. I'm nervous. <laughs> Girl, you know how to talk, and I know how to talk, and we're going to just dive into this lesson. And I always say it's a lesson. Um, Finding Peace Within was created to help us find our authentic selves through spiritual awareness. And it's only when we are aware can we make change. Mm -hmm. Because some things are just habits. That's true. Something we've always done. Well, it's just just what I've done, but why? Mm. And we're going to dive into that today. And our um, strong man for Miss Kim is the lying spirit. Oh, wow. And before we get into that lying spirit, Miss Kim, I want you to open us up with a short word of prayer, please. Father God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you, Father God, for you, you love us. We thank you, Father God, for your son, Jesus, who died for our sins. We thank you, Lord God, for you are our protector. We thank you, Father, for being our redeemer. We thank you, Father God, for being the lover of our souls. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy, and we thank you, Father, for your grace. And Father God, as we sit here together to commune, Father, we seek the presence, we seek your presence, we seek your wisdom, we seek your words, Lord God. We seek your guidance, Lord God, that everything we do and say, it brings glory unto you. And let it bring clarity to those who may hear it. Yes, may they Lord. find freedom in yes, the freedom, Lord, Lord God. Let yes, them find Lord. freedom from mm. the strong man, Lord God. Yes, Lord. And let them know, God, that all they need is in you. Yes, Lord. And it's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Kim. Um, as you were praying, the, the strong man. The strong man. Ah, Father. And we'll get more into that. But before we get really, really deep, introduce everybody to you. Um, introduce um, the Finding Peace Within family um, to you and your ministry. Okay. And um, I know you got some good stuff coming up as well. So give us a little more about your upcoming podcast. Great. Um, I have a podcast. First of all, what's your name? My name. <laughs> who is, is you? Who you is? <laughs> my name is Kimberly Morell, and I'm I'm married to her Morell. We've been married for 13 years wow, this year. Praise God. Um, currently, I will be I'm working on my first book mm-hmm. that is due out in September. Mm-hmm. I'm also um, getting ready to launch my first podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, permission Granted mm-hmm. And Permission Granted is a podcast um, Well the name came to me When I was taking part In a Unmute Yourself Challenge And it was a bunch of women um, Led by Simone Walden Being free to tell your story yes. And not being ashamed of your story And realizing that there are a lot of people like me and these ladies who have stories and we are afraid to tell our stories because we're afraid of how 
our families will receive it, mm -hmm. how our friends will look at us, yes. and just how people in general will see us. Yes. But we didn't realize we were holding ourselves bondage yes. by not telling our story. Yes. So the premise of my podcast is for people to come and be able to tell their story and to tell about their determination, how they were able to persevere, mm -hmm. and how they were able to accept mm -hmm. their story. Yes. So yes. Um, it's called Permission Granted. And Permission Granted is what I heard the Lord speak. Um, we was listening to our final presenter on that Friday morning, and I heard the Lord say Permission Granted mm -hmm. because she was encouraging the other women to not be ashamed of your story yes. and I heard the Lord say permission granted yes. and I was thinking Lord all this time we walk in shame mm -hmm. of what we deal with mm -hmm. but you have given us freedom mm -hmm. and then that freedom when we get free you free other people mm -hmm. so that's just that's just me I'm excited Kim um, permission granted <sighs> and being free and you have to be free in order to accept the permission. Exactly. Because freedom is here for us. Those that are operating um, under the spirit of the Lord. He says, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So if the sun has not set you free, you don't have permission. Mm, that's true. Let's get free. Because what we don't want to do while we're testifying and, and, and sharing is to bleed on the baby. Mm. Be sure you're free before you start talking. And I'm going to leave it right there. Can you give me the title of your new book? The title <laughs> of my new book is what I, what I Have Learned About Emotions and Food. Yes. 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 Kim is a licensed clinical mental health clinician yes and my background is i worked for years in public health mm -hmm. i did health education and health promotion and um, public health i mean mental health is a component of public health but i recognize a connection between mental health mm -hmm. and the way people think the way they deal with things and their food choices and so um, when I decided that I wanted to go back to school, I decided I wanted to go back for counseling because I felt like if people understood the connection between the decisions that they make based on what they are feeling um, or experiences mm -hmm. to become more aware that I believe that they would be able to make healthier choices. I agree. Okay. So, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to um to the release of your new book and the release of your podcast. Thank you, Lisa. Um in August I know we've um we've had many conversations about operating in our gifts and the prophetic word has come to you more than twice and I I just praise God for you stepping out and coming out of the cave. Thank you. Thank Amen. You. Amen. 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 Now, let's get into the strong man. The, the lying spirit. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that is Ooh. something that you pick up even early. Yeah. Because if you could think back to the phone ringing and you answering the phone and the adult telling you, Come on. I ain't here. Whoever it is, tell them I ain't here. <laughs> mm hmm. So you pick it up early. Well, the Bible says we're, we're one is sin and shaped in iniquity. So yeah. The sin is already in you, it's there. 
So when you see, just think about a child who cries and screams and cries and screams. That's a spirit of manipulation. And that's a lying spirit, too, Mm -hmm. because you are, you're okay. You just want my attention. So when we think about how we grow up and learn how to really lie. How to really lie. Really lie. Yeah, really lie. You learn when you say really lie. You know what I think about? Mm. I think about when I was growing up, and my mom would go to work, and she would come home from work, and she would say to me, "You been in my makeup? Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Come here." Right. So she looked me right in my face, and she'll say, "You been, <laughs> you been in my makeup?" I'm like, "No," and then I would get a whooping anyway. Yeah, because she knew you were lying. Well. She knew I was lying because I didn't get rid of all the evidence. Uh-huh. I had she mascara. Wasn't, she wasn't mascara. asking you. She was saying, you been in my makeup. She was telling me. Right. But I'm telling her she lying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, I I had to figure How out. How were you then? I wasn't even, I, don't, I wasn't over the age of 10. Wow. I was young. Yeah. I don't even, but, and then I had to figure out how is it that she know I was going in her makeup and I realized I still had the mascara on my eyelids. And that's how she could see it. And even as adults, <laughs> when we lie to the Holy Spirit, and he says, why are you over here? Mm. And you say, I'm not over there. <laughs> he says, yes, you are over there. Mm-hmm. No, no, Lord, I wasn't over there. Uh, okay, I'm not telling you that you were over there. I'm asking you why, because I already know why. And mm. I already know you're there. But we lie, just like your mother saw the evidence, evidence of what you've done, we will stand up and bold face lie to the Holy Spirit exactly. mm, and tell him no. And tell him no. And even after somebody, I remember growing up, my aunt used to say, no, you can't lie to the Holy Ghost. That's right. When I was at my very first church, um, we had an elder who was legally blind. Mm-hmm. And we were planning a surprise for the pastor. And we had not said anything to his name was Elder Bennett. We hadn't said anything to Elder Bennett. But when he now got you're from Waysboro. I am from Waysboro. Is I'm it? from the county baby. Okay. Yes. Cause we had a Bennett in our church too. I don't, I don't think I'm not sure if they was the same. Probably was the same family because they from Waysboro too. Diane Bennett, they, Eva Bennett, big, Joe Bennett. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of Bennett's yeah. down there from Waysboro. Yeah. So when we were talking and my cousin said, well, Elder Bennett, how did you know? He said, well, you can't lie. You can't hide nothing from the Holy Ghost. He was legally blind, but he trusted yeah. the Holy Ghost so much mm. that we thinking we surprising somebody. And he says, you can't surprise the Holy Ghost. He sees all and knows all. And this man was legally blind, had not been in the part of our conversation, but he knew what was going on. Yeah. So when you say we try to lie to the Holy Ghost, it's not possible. No, it's not. We can't do that. He already knows. When I got saved, let me tell you what scared me so bad. When I got saved for real. For real, right. For real Say, You know, we get saved when <laughs> We young. get saved a lot of times. Let's talk about the root. What the tree? You know, every tree has a root. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And every tree has fruit. Fruit. Mm. So the root of the 
spirits? What are the fruit of the lion spirit? And how does that spirit creep in? What does it look like? How does it manifest in a person's life? It takes different forms. And gives a, and let's give our listeners some scripture so that they can go back and say, because, you know, some people don't think they're liars. No. Some people don't think they got a lion spirit. I, when I think about lying, what I did was I picked up my book, Pigs in the Power. Mm. And one thing I like about this book is that... When That's you pigs are, in the parlor, y'all, pigs not pigs in, in a blanket. <laughs> pigs in the parlor book. <laughs> um, we, it's a practical guide to deliverance. Yes. Now I've had this book for years, and I do not let it out of my sight. I don't. Well, I don't let somebody borrow let mine. You out of I my shouldn't. house with it, because one thing I like about this book is it puts all of the demonic spirits in a category. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about a tree, the roots, and you talk about the fruit of it, it tells you. Say, like for the spirit of authority. Fear of authority. Mm -hmm. When you find someone that has a fear of authority, things that you will find, spirits that you will see in that group are lying and deceit. Yes. Yes. So if whenever you are praying and Mm -hmm. you are asking God to deliver somebody from a fear of authority, you have to hit that spirit of lying and that spirit of deceit. Yes. So in the Bible, when it goes to Genesis chapter 20, when Moses, when Abraham, I'm going to call him Moses, Genesis 20, when Abraham lies about Sarah being his wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here we got lying taking place in the Bible. In the Bible. Well, that, not even that. Let's just start with Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. <laughs> when, um, when, um, the serpent. Um, the serpent, yeah, told her that you're not going to die. And then they ate it. And then God says, Adam, where are y'all? Mm. Not that he didn't know. Not that he didn't know because he's all knowing. He's all knowing. And you can't lie to him. We was naked. Well, who told you you was naked? You been naked. Huh? You've been naked. You've been naked. Who done told you, who done you, was told you was naked? You were naked and you didn't even realize you were naked because you wasn't shamed. Sin hadn't gone, sin hadn't come into the spirit yet. Mm-mm. And then if you think about um, Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Same thing. Your brother's blood is crying from the ground. Same thing. Same so thing. Lion has been here. Mm-hmm. So here in Genesis 20, when Abraham introduces his wife, Sarah, Mm-mm. by saying Come on, girl. at verse two, she is my sister. Yep. So King Abimelech um, sent for Sarah and had her brought to him at his palace. Mm-hmm. But that night God came to him in yep. a dream and told him, you are a dead man for that woman you have taken is already married. Already married. So Abraham lied about who Sarah was, but here it tells us that the the lying spirit comes when there's a fear of authority. So Abraham had a fear of the king. Yes. So because he had a fear of the king, he lied. He lied. And God had to come in. Because you can't hide you can't lie. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. You, you can't, can't lie from the spirit. You can't lie. Had to come in and talk to the king to tell him, you you about to be a dead man sleeping with another man's wife. Mm-mm-mm. So, when, as you go through, and if you look at the root as to why people lie, Mm-hmm. That strong man, okay. Abraham was what he had fear of authority. Yeah. So to get away from that authority, he lied. What he thought he was getting away from. What he thought, because he didn't really get away from it. And that lie, that one lie, would have destroyed a nation. A nation. How many? When we think about the lying spirit. Mm, Accusations. Mm-hmm. You make accusations against others yep. because you don't want to be called out, and you you're taking David. Okay. Same thing. He lied about Bathsheba. Yes. He goes and get tells them to get her husband. Yes. Bring him to the front of the line yes. so that his lie won't be exposed. And cost him his life. And it cost him his life. And everybody attached to David, even the baby, mm-hmm. was destroyed. destroyed? Everybody, when you lie, everybody attached to you will be a, as we say, a casualty of war mm. because of your lie. Because of your decision. It's a snowball. It's a snowball. Domino effect. It and just, it just picks up mm-hmm. and gets bigger and bigger. And then you find yourself in a place of trying to remember your lies. If you just tell the truth. I've heard this saying. They say you, you don't chase a lie. You don't. What is it? You don't chase a lie? <clears throat> or you don't chase the truth? You don't chase a lie. You don't chase a lie. You don't have to. Because a lie will, find out, will be found out on its own. On its own. Also, think about um, what a lie does to the person that you told it to. Let's talk about credibility Mm. and integrity. Well, since you brought that up, let's go to Genesis 38. Let's go ahead and go. Genesis 38. Judah and um, Tamar. Mmm. Father God. And this is a story where um, a Canaanite woman um, was married and she became pregnant and had three sons. Mm -hmm. Then um, in the course of time, Judah arranged, the father arranged for his firstborn son to marry a young woman named Tamar. Mm Mm-hmm. But her husband was was a wicked man in the Lord's sight, so the Lord took his life. Then Judah said to his brother, Go and marry Tamar as the law requires of the brother of a man who has died. You must produce an heir for your brother. Right, right. But the brother, Onan, was not willing to have a child who would not be his, his own, own heir. heir. <laughs> so whenever he had intercourse with his brother's wife, he spilt his semen on the ground. ground. Mm. Jesus Christ. But, but you notice how he still called her his brother's brother. wife. He never even took ownership of her. He never took her. ownership of her. So, but mm. the Lord considered it evil for Onan to deny a child 
to his dead brother. So the Lord took his, his life. life. So Judah said to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, go back to your parents' home and remain a widow until my son is old enough to marry. Because it was three of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the heart's intention didn't really intend. I'm thinking I'm out at verse 11. But Judah didn't really intend to do this because he was afraid that his son would also die That's like his two brothers. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. she went home to live back in her father's home, her father's house. Years went by. Judah's wife has now died. After a time of mourning was over, Judah and his friends, they went up to Timnaiah to Tim supervise mm -hmm. the shearing of his sheep. So he got, he got property. He got sheep. Mm -hmm. He went to supervise the shearing of his sheep. So someone told Tamar, your father-in-law is going up to shear his sheep. Mm. Tamar was un was aware that the baby boy had grown up, but no arrangement had been made for her to come and marry him. So she changed out of her widow's clothing and covered herself up, covered herself mm. to mm -hmm. with a veil to disguise herself. Another lie. Another lie. And look what happened in result of that lie. What he, happened in, in the result of what she did? He thought she was a prostitute. He thought she was a prostitute. And then he asked her uh, how much we, no, she asked, no, he asked her, he said, let me have sex with you. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that this was his daughter-in-law. And she said, how much will you pay to have sex with me? Jesus. Whew. Verse 17, he said, I'll send you a goat from my flock. Mm, mm, mm. But what would get what you? But what will you give me to guarantee that you will send the goat? This is in the Bible. <laughs> Men and sex has always been a problem, and a woman always asking for a price for it. A price. It's the oldest profession. The oldest. Lies, deception. No, it says strong deception. Strong deception. Mm -hmm. Now, she knew that the man loves sex. Mm -hmm. And a man. But she knew what to put on. But she knew, what, she knew how to entice him. She knew exactly what to put on. She knew she positioned herself mm -hmm. at the gate, at, at the yep, entrance gate. Yep, yep. And she had a veil on. She took off her widow clothes. So she knew what to do to get his attention. Mm, 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 mm. So it's kind of like both of them have are deceiving each other. Mm, 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 mm. So, go ahead. Oh, girl, girl, this so is good. So she said, leave, good. leave me your identification seal and its cord and the walking stick you are carrying. So it's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> He need help standing up. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But do you see how strong sin will take you? Yes. He yes. was willing to give up what he needed to stand on to, to oh, get a piece. To get a piece. I cannot. All right. So then, um, uh, 
So Judah gave them to her. Mm-hmm. Then he had intercourse with her and she became pregnant. Afterward, she went back home, took off her veil and put on her widow's clothing as usual. Didn't open her mouth. Later, Judah asked his friend, um, where t- is the woman? Yeah. To take the young goat, to take the young goat to the woman and to pick up the things he had given her as his guarantee. But he, his friend couldn't find her. So he asked the men who lived there, where can I find the shrine prostitute who was sitting beside the roll at the entrance? Openly. The shrine prostitute. They don't gave her a name. Who, whoever, who, I'm, I'm sorry, we never had a shrine prostitute. <laughs> we don't even know what you're talking about. We don't even know what you're talking about. That's not that even, even, that doesn't even exist over here. Who you been? Oh my God. This a, we don't have one of those here. So he returned to Judah and told him, I couldn't find her anywhere. And the men of the village claimed they never had a shrine prostitute. Then let her keep the things I gave her, Judah said. I sent the young goat as agreed, but you couldn't find her. We'll be the laughing stock mm, of mm, the village mm. if we went back again to look for her. Mm, 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 About three months later, Judah was told, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has acted like a prostitute. Mm, mm, and mm. now, because of this, she's pregnant. Mm, mm, Bring mm. her out. And let her be burned, burned, Judah demanded. But as they were taking her out to kill her, she sent this message to her father-in-law. The man who owns these things made me pregnant. Look closely. Whose seal and cord and walking stick are these? Deception. Girl. Who are these? Who do these things belong to? Deception. Trickery. Judah recognized them immediately and said, She is more righteous than I am because I didn't arrange for her to marry my son, Shelah. Mm -hmm. And Judah never slept with Tamar again. When the time came for Tamar to give birth, it was discovered that she was carrying twins. While she was in labor, one of the babies reached out his hand. The midwife grabbed it and tied a scarlet string around the child's wrist, announcing, This one came out first. But he pulled back his hand and came out and came out his brother. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? The midwife exclaimed, How did you break how did you break out first? <laughs> so he was named Perez. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then the baby with the scarlet string on his wrist was named, who was born, was named Zira. Mm-hmm. So here we have <sighs> deceit, the intentions of the heart. You know, God looks at a heart and the intentions of a heart. Nobody, nobody knows the heart of a man but God. Nobody knows the intentions of a man or a woman. But God, because God can see the heart. And Judah's heart, his intentions were deceit because he was not going to lose another son to this woman. Right. Right. So he never intended on honoring 
whatever the protocol the law was the law mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. because he didn't want to lose another son to this because of this one woman woman right the fear of authority the fear again of authority. and then because of her loneliness and her wanting to fulfill the law mm -hmm. she deceived her father-in-law mm. again now here you have these two bastard boys one with a red string wrapped around him yeah. <laughs> and then they kick and bring it in and the other one trying to get out mm. fighting fighting when you lie the spirit of lying creates war mm. between innocent people between innocent people the spirit of lying let's think about what we got going on right now yeah. with the social injustice and the civil unrest yes. the lie of that officer who had his knee on George it was a lie it was a lie because he didn't have to do what he did. He could have easily have gotten up. Easily have gotten up. But he lied to say he was resisting. George is gone. His family is without him. And now Pete, the world has, and not not just the United States, but the, the world. world. War has happened. Innocent people have died. Innocent blood has been shed because of one man's lie. Also with Breonna Taylor. Right. Because from they the warrant that they had was not for the right, right address. Not even for the right address. So you have gone into a home, the wrong home, mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, you kill an innocent woman, and then you try to lie, lie about, about it. Lie speaks guilt. Lie is guilt. Mm -hmm. And it's only when the you, you confess, yeah, you become free. Let's talk about gossip. Mm. Gossip, because <laughs> that's another fruit of the lying spirit. Gossip, gossip, gossip. You know that is something that you just grow up around it, and you don't really realize how damaging it is until you become aware mm -hmm. of who God is. And are a victim of it. Are you? That too. Because I remember growing up, my grandmother and her friends would get on the phone and uh, it would always start off with, Girl. when you know they get ready to tell <laughs> something, they ain't got no business. Uh-huh, don't tell nobody. Now, I'm going to tell you, but I ain't going to tell, tell nobody right, else. Right, right, And then you'd be like, but then you just tell sometimes the same thing and you tell a hug <laughs> and then somebody call you and tell you. So it just kind of, it just keeps going and it keeps yes. going. But it's destructive. It's very destructive. And you know what's worse about gossip? The people of God. Yes. The, the household of faith. faith. Yes. We are. Mm, girl. Talk we about are it. the worst. Talk about it. When it comes to gossip. Because we are the worst at forgiving. Yes. We do not forgive. We're very and, judgmental. And we will take hold of gossip and hold it to be the truth. Yes. And we'll not try to, to Lord, give me the truth. Right. Lord, if whatever they're saying, if you don't want me to hear it, find a way for us to not even communicate. And I had to get to a place like that in my walk. That I had decided that, 
Lord, when I gave my life to Christ, I said, you are responsible for me. Yeah. You are responsible yes. for me. Your word says that you know the heart of a man. Yes. And if the heart of a person is not sincere with love for me, please keep me away from them. That's right. There were people that I really wanted to get to know better. I wanted to have a relationship with them, but it was just like a wall, invisible wall that would not allow that to happen. And I was like, well, maybe it's something about me that I don't like, and I'm okay with that. But then I had to, God would remind me, you told me to keep you. Right. So, as he kept me, and then when things start to happen in life over the years, and the very thing or the very people that God kept me away from, now you see why. And you'd be like, okay, Lord, I understand it now. Yeah. But we are so... We, we are not easy to forgive. Yeah. And we the worst at throwing shade at one another. Yeah. We do it. I mean, some of the stuff I'd be like, man, are they saved for real? We forget. We forget. We forget. We forget that the Bible tells us that we should love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Mm -hmm. We forget that the Bible has told us that Jesus Christ has already paid the price yeah. for our the sins sin. yes. and for your, the sins of your brother and sisters who have accepted Christ as their Savior. Yes. Their sins are already forgiven, but we, we mm -hmm. want to see them hurt, hurt until we feel like mm -hmm. they have been punished, punished. enough. Yep. Right. But that's not for us to say. Mm -hmm. That's not for us to do that. Exactly. And and while we do that, and when we are in that that vein, we are actually causing division. We are actually um, not really being a good light as the Bible wants us to be a light in the world of darkness. We are not projecting that light. No, we're not. And in, in uh, 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy 6 and 20, um... <laughs> yeah there's a there's everything we need is in the word, of god. The word of god we we don't even have to read other books it's all in the word of god first timothy 6 and 20 say amen when you got it hey, amen, amen. <laughs> old timothy and that's an exclamation mark there in my bible guard what was committed to your trust Avoiding the profane and idle babblings mm. and contradiction of what is falsely called knowledge. Can I read what my new living says? I love your new living. Timothy, guard what God has entrusted to you. Avoid godless, foolish discussion mm. with those who oppose you and their so-called knowledge oppose you and their so-called knowledge so-called knowledge of what you're doing mm. and, and that's why we have to and, and i'm gonna be careful who you share your visions your anointing your gifts your ministry with because now they're going to want to come in and give you all of what they know how to do with what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, you're going to find yourself off course. Off course. 
and then you could be looking like how did I get here because here you go right here first Timothy 6 and 20 yeah you started listening to people talking mm-hmm. about something they'd have no clue about and God didn't even tell you to get it from them God didn't even tell you seek me gossip. first mm-hmm. gossip 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 will have you making decisions that feel good to your flesh and there's nothing like gossiping a lie gossip mm-hmm. <laughs> So you telling untruths, like your your perception of the truth, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna tell, and you know they're going somebody else is gonna tell it. Yeah, you know that's gonna happen, and then lives are destroyed. Yeah, mm-hmm. based off of a lie. That's all. That's not awesome, but that's um, that's scary. It's scary, but it's also um, allowing us to see that. We have to be mindful of what we take in. Mm-hmm. And we have to be mindful of who we take it from. Yes. Because there, well, I remember one time, um, long, 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 <laughs> long time ago, <laughs> may I add, um, my phone rung. And I was, I was a babe in Christ because mm-hmm. I had got saved for real this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was a babe. And uh, my phone rung, and the Lord said, the Spirit said, don't answer it. And I said, well, well, the, the person who was calling was family. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, ain't nobody but her. Mm. Spirit said again, don't answer it. Mm-hmm. I pick it up. Mm-mm. And uh, a person that I was dating was at a, another female's house, and they called to tell me. And... I promise you, it seemed like the the Holy Spirit went totally silent because those next moments, my decisions were made on my flesh. On your flesh. And what it looked like to them now that they told me and I had this information and I needed to make decisions based on that I make sure I look good. Yes. And you're not going to embarrass me. You're not going to embarrass me. <laughs> so I hopped in my car, went somewhere, I had no business. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But when I got when I was done, then the spirit said, I told you not to answer the phone. So when we get information, one, we have to always check with the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check with the Holy spirit first, because when the Bible tells us that he would never leave us, nor will he forsake us. Yep. Even in the smallest things, the smallest, he thing. is there. Yes. So when he says, uh, Lord, you know what just happened. You know what was just said. I need for you to give me clarity. Yes. Thought. Yes. But we don't do that. No, we don't. Because a lot of times we like to go. Yeah, we do. We, we, do. we like to get the Itchy tea. Ears. As we say, the tea. Yeah, we want the tea. Well, we, well, want really, the tea. we want to know what really happened. Well, now tell me what really now, happened. What really happened. This now, between me and you. Me and you. What really happened? <laughs> we want it. We want it. So where do we get that from that we want it? Because we saw it growing up. The deception that you learn growing up, which is why the Holy Spirit, Paul says that we should renew our minds. 
Yes. The battlefield, we know Joyce Meyer wrote that mm. book, the battlefield is in the mind wow. of the man. Wow. It is in the mind and in the heart speaks. Mm. What's already the mouth speaks what's in the heart. When you talk, your heart's speaking. Yes. And people say things, Oh, I was just kidding. No, you were not. No. That's that's what your heart is feeling. That's what your heart was thinking. And your mouth said it before you even realized. Before you realize. Oh, I can't believe I said that. Because it was already there. It was there. And then it comes out and the, the word said it's not what goes in a man that defiles him. It's what comes out mm. that defiles him. You can put it in because we know bowels going to come out, but it's it's it what comes out in the mouth. It says, and now in Philippians four and eight, and now dear brothers and sisters, fix your thoughts on what is true, true. yeah, yeah, honorable, uh. and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Yes, think about things that are excellent and worthy of. Uh. Pray. That's one of my favorite scriptures. If we oh. are receiving gossip, how is this worthy of praise? Not worthy at all. At all. And then what you're going to do with the information? What you going to do? Spread it. How is it glorifying anybody? You gonna how is it, it helping anyone? You know, I learned something from my husband um, about gossiping. Um, some things had happened and whenever I would hear something I'll take it to him and my husband would be like I don't want to hear that mm -hmm. my husband would be like that ain't nothing but gossip mm -hmm. and what needed to be said has already been said and anything else is gossip and I don't want to hear it and you not going to listen to it that's right what am I supposed to do with that piece of information He one time, I, one time he said now how is that going to make you better right and we don't think about that. We don't think about it. When we're running our mouths and saying things through the lying spirit. And there's another fruit, which is the religious bondage. Mm. Religious bondage. I remember um, growing up. And Those traditions. The young girls that would come to school and could not wear pants. And um, I remember when I got saved. For real, and I was—I <laughs> keep saying it, but y'all. I've been saved a couple of times. So I, yeah, ain't no one save always save. No, that, it didn't work for me. That's it didn't work. But I'm another lie. <laughs> that is another <laughs> lie. <laughs> so uh, I remember I was working at the hospital, and this guy asked me. He said, "When you gonna um stop wearing them pants, um and like the Bible said, and, and wear a skirt." And I said to him, I said, you know, I look at the young women that are in your church because mm. I went to school with those girls mm. and those girls got a bunch of babies. Come on with it. So what difference is they got? I got skirt or pants on when you don't deal with the real issues. It ain't what I'm wearing. That's not the issue. It's what's on the inside. Exactly. Are their hearts right? Are their hearts right? Because I was one of those girls. I didn't get my first pair of pants until I was in the eighth grade you didn't sneak and put them on at school and then change before even, you went home i didn't own a pair oh wow i didn't own a pair and my mom bought those pants for me to go to a football game with my dad that was my a pair of tan corduroy pants from bc moore and son y'all had a bc yes, moore yes girl i'm from Arsville, south carolina we had one in waysboro <laughs> <laughs> I know I've seen the 
in uh, Uptown Waynesboro. I yes. It. Yes. I had that because it was a sin. Mm-hmm. It was a sin. And even now, you know, of course, I'm not bound to that anymore. But because of the way I was brought up in the church, that is still very much a part of my DNA. Mm-hmm. It really is. And don't have a nice shape. I'm just saying. That just makes, <laughs> that makes it worse. But when we are bound to those traditions, you can't go to a baseball game. Mm-hmm. You can't go to movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't play cards. You can't play with dice. No, so we ain't even talking about the things like sex and smoking, you know, stuff like that, going to parties. I'm just talking having fun things. You weren't supposed to. No, because I think they felt if we were a part of it, we somehow were going to leave God. We will be in, well, the Bible says evil communication corrupts good manners. So they looked at that as evil communication. communication. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we're not going to be a part of it. But seeing we, on them church vans, a whole lot of stuff was happening. I'm just saying that part. Vacation, Bible, Bible school, school for the trip. whole week. <laughs> and you staying at the church? Just saying. I'm just saying. So all this stuff. It the, went down. It, at the church. <laughs> the lion spirit wasn't outside. It's not just outside in the world. Because we expect for the lion spirit yeah. to be in the world. But when you come into the knowledge of the Lord. These these scriptures was written to the church. church. This is the church. Yeah. Timothy is talking to the church. Hey, I hear y'all talking about the folk. Mm. Y'all gossiping up in here. You're supposed to love, love, love one one another. Wow. Think of these things, things that are pure, things that are of good report. That's Mm. what you're supposed to be doing in the house of God. But here you all are in here operating under the spirit of lying with your religious spirits, Mm. your your false teaching. Mm -hmm. You are an accuser of the brethren. You're flattering your gifts. You're deceiving people, taking their money, mm. causing people to fall. So how do we bind that strong man? How do we get out, sanctified, set free, and delivered from that line spirit? We have to find comfort. We have to be okay with the truth. Yeah. We have to be okay with the truth. And we have to be okay to say, this was what I was told, or this is the way we've done it, but it is not the truth. And be okay to not operate in that. Right. And we have to make sure that we are not making the person who is receiving the attention... For instance, I was um, going to a church and it was a holiness church and they had just started allowing the women to wear pants. Mm -hmm. And apparently somebody was complaining because they butt got touched. So I'm sure that wasn't the first time. So they then (laughs) said, well, because of that, 
women could no longer wear pants to church. And I felt like, well, why why don't we deal with the spirit? Right. That spirit of lust. The spirit of lust. That is causing this person to look upon them right. with the desire right. to be with them intimately instead of punishing the other women where well, y'all just don't wear no pants. Because we have to get back in the church or dealing with those spirits. Dealing with the spirit. And calling them out. And calling them and out. And not being afraid. And it does take all this. It does. You have to cast it out. You have to bind. Bind up the spirit. Yep. The works mm. of the flesh, which is in Galatians 5, 19 through 21. You, you, you got you to gotta pull it from the root. Yeah. And when you bind, you got to release. You can't just bind. You got to release it with the, um, the, um, you know them by the fruits that the, they bear. The fruits that they bear, the love, the, the love, joy, yes. the peace. Matthew 7 and 20. You got the, we would know them by their fruit. Fruits. When you begin to change, your tree will produce something that's worthy of being eaten. Mm. That was, will give good nourishment. Nobody can eat a fruit before it's time to be eaten. That's you can true. you you eat fruit outside of its season, you will be sick. We don't eat watermelon in the winter. Mm-mm. If I see watermelon in the grocery store in the winter, I am not buying it. Because we don't eat watermelon in the winter. And you don't eat figs off a fig tree if it's not time. Time for them. no. You don't eat mangoes. You don't eat avocado until it's time. It's nice and soft. Yes. There's some, you don't, well, I don't eat peaches until they're soft for me. So they're, they're, they're fruit. Fruit is designed to be eaten at the right time. Just like when Jesus walked by and that fig tree didn't have fruit on it. Now that was the season that tree should have had fruit fruit on it. He said, now if I come by here next year and you ain't got no fruit on you. Then I'm going to curse you. He came by and he didn't have fruit. When we are operating in these spirits and we are binding the, the, the lust of the flesh, the, the lust of the eye and the pride of life, and we lose the fruit of the spirit. When I come back to see you next two months from the, from the crusade, I need to start seeing some fruit. That's now edible. You shouldn't still be walking in superstition. Mm-mm. Because I've already given you what you mm. needed. The right type mm. of water. The right type of nourishment. I was watering um, <laughs> my tomatoes last year with the water from my air conditioner. I said, oh, let's just save that water. I'm just going to recycle. You know, it's water. Okay. Those tomatoes did not come up. They did not come up. They had like some type of mold on them. The wrong type, type of, of water. water. They made me think about um, you got to put um, water your seed. Yeah. But you have to water your seed with the right kind of water. Meaning when we did the lady that ministered Bible study last night, she talked about when we drew the circles. Yeah, yeah. And this is how you water your seeds. Yeah. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank yes. you for healing. Yes. Lord, I thank you for your redemptive power. Yes. Lord, so you have to put the right kind mm. of water 
on the scene. Yes. And so ah, that's a good place to bring us to a close right there, Kim. Right there. The the praying the right type of seed, the right type of prayer. The right type you pray those prayers of thanksgiving. Mhm. Mm. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me. Thank you, Thank Father. You. For taking these spirits away and naming them. Call them out. You got to call them out. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Kim, as we prepare to close, I want you to encourage the hearts of the people. And lead us out with a prayer of deliverance. I want to say that... One thing I've learned in this walk is that the thing that makes you feel ashamed to say that you struggle with, that's the thing that the enemy will use to keep you bound. Yes. And we have to say, if we want to walk in total deliverance, we have to say, Lord, deliver me from this strong man of a lion spirit. Yes, Lord, deliver me from this spirit of deceit. Yes. Lord, Lord, deliver me, God, that I'm afraid of people who have authority over me, God. Yes, Lord. Because you didn't give me the spirit of fear. Fear. Mm -hmm. That's not from you, God. Thank you, Jesus. It is something that I picked up while here on this earth. Yes, Lord. So my words of encouragement is whatever that thing is that has you bound, That you have been afraid to even say that you're dealing with, tell anyone that you're dealing with it, or even write it down that you're dealing with it. Believe me, trust God with it. Open your mouth, confess that this is the thing that I'm dealing with, and ask God to take that thing from you. And ask God to replace it with his love. Yes. With his peace. With his peace. With his joy. Yes. With his meekness. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Father. And he will do it for you. He will do it. Because the only thing the enemy wants to do is to rob you of your joy. Joy. Because he came to kill, steal, and to destroy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he wants to destroy things before you even know that that God has placed it there in you. Because he doesn't want you to tap into who God has called you to be. Yes. He doesn't want you to know that when you were in your mother's womb, God had a plan for you. Yes. Yes. God had a plan for you. And he does not want you to tap into that plan. Thank you, Lord. Because he does not want you to see that greater that is he that is in you. Than he, he that, that is, is in, in the, the world. world. Thank you, Lord. Mm. But for the Bible tells us we can't serve two masters. And so the master of the world does not want you to tap into the master <laughs> plan for you yes. that he had in your mother's womb. Yes. That's why it says, choose ye this day who you're going to serve. serve. Yes. So Thank in you, Jesus' Lord. name, I pray. I, I pray, mm-hmm. Father God, in Jesus' Thank name. You, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
I pray, Father God, for deliverance. I pray, Father God, for the chains, the bondage to fall off in Jesus' name. Thank But you have called them to do a great work, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. They can't see it. They can't understand it. And they are afraid of it. But God, they have no reason to fear. Because the good step, the steps of a good man are ordered, ordered by, by you, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, All they have to Lord. do is trust you. Trust you, oh God. Trust you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. And you will guide them. Yes, Lord. They will come out of deceit, God. Yes, They will Lord. come out of the spirit of lying, Father yes, God. Lord. They will come away from gossip, Lord God. Yes, they will Lord. seek the truth in all. They will love their neighbors as they love themselves, God. Yes, They Lord. will speak and think of those things that are worthy of your praise. Yes, Lord. And anything that does not give you glory, if it does not give you praise, mm. if it's not admirable, Lord God, if it does not reflect you, Father God, in the light that you are, Father, I pray that they become yeah, uncomfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. in that yes, thing. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I pray that they become uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. I pray, Father God, that their ears will, will not hear and you will begin to tell them it's okay to walk away. Thank you, Lord. And they will seek you, Father, for clarity. Yes, Lord. They will seek you for understanding. Yes. And they will seek you for their deliverance, Lord Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray, God, that they will know that they are delivered and they will be able to walk in it, that they will find word, they will find people to pray them through it, Lord God, and to keep them encouraged, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank and you, it's in Jesus. your son, Jesus' name, that we give you glory. Give we give you honor. Give we you love honor. you. We yes, adore you. Oh we God. worship we you. you for Jesus. you are holy and you are righteous, God. Yes, oh God. And we place none other before you, Lord yes, God. Yes, Lord. For you are the true and living God. You are the Alpha and the Omega. Mm. You are our soon coming King. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. 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 Now go walk in your freedom on today. Thank you so much, Kim. Oh, God, thank you, oh, Lord. And as I close on today, remember, you are more than a conqueror. More than a conqueror. A centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. Now remember, you can always connect with me on social media. Facebook under Lisa Dalton, Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton, Instagram Lisa.Dalton, and LinkedIn Lisa L. Dalton. Visit my website, findingpeacewithin.org, where you can read some of my blogs, find the books that I've written, listen to previous podcasts, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember, to find peace within, a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.